today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. If circumstances say one thing, but the Bible says something else, you always go for the Bible. That's faith. It's allowing the Word of God to be final authority in your life. When you get to the place where you need no other evidence outside of whatever the Word says, then you can understand what it truly means to live by faith. everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to our broadcast. We're looking forward to sharing the Word with you today, and I trust that you'll be able to watch the entire program because we're going to be talking about the life of faith. I'm telling you what an exciting life. I began living by faith 48 years ago. Wow, seems like yesterday, but then at times it seems like 100 years ago. You know, I learned from Kenneth Copeland, first of all, and then later, Kenneth Hagin, Oral Roberts, T.L. Osborne, the life of faith. They were my mentors, even though uh, I didn't know all of them at the early stages of my life of faith. Eventually, I did meet them and had the opportunity to preach with them and become friends with them and co-laborers with them. But they were the men that God used to teach me the life of faith. And you know, I've been living that way now, as I said, for 48 years, and I have enjoyed great, great blessings from God, great victories from God. And I'm telling you, from me personally, it is the only way to live. I encourage everybody to live by faith because this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Now, I want to go to Hebrews chapter 10, if you have your Bibles with you. And let's look at verse 38. We've mentioned this on previous programs, but let's look at it again. Now the just shall live by faith. Now listen to this. The just shall live by faith. Get that down into your spirit that it's not a suggestion. It is a command. The just shall live by faith. Are you born again? Are you one of the just? Have you been justified through the blood of Jesus? Then the Bible says, this is how God requires you to live. The just shall live by faith. Then it goes on to say, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now, notice he says we are to live by faith, but then he also mentions that it's possible that a person could draw back, draw back from the life of faith. And I know many people that have done that. You know, I've preached all over this nation. I have preached all over the world. I have been in this nation alone, over 3,500 churches, and I have watched People come and people go. I've watched people get excited about the message of faith, and then I've watched people let go of the message of faith. I've even seen preachers who started out preaching the word of faith, and now they have begun to preach something else, or some of them are not even in the ministry anymore. So notice it says, the just shall live by faith. Now, he's not talking about for a short time. He's not talking about for a season. He's talking about the rest of your life. The just shall live by faith. If I, as I've mentioned on some of the previous broadcasts, another translation says, the just shall have their life sustained by their faith. That means provided for, taken care of. It is your faith that brings provision from God. 
That's how God takes care of you through faith in Him and faith in His Word. And once again, it says, but if any man draws back, now why would he even mention that? Because it is possible that people draw back from the life of faith. Now, I personally, uh, I have the personal opinion that if anybody draws back from the life of faith, it was not really a revelation to begin with. I, I've seen a lot of people that have drawn back and, and, and I've watched over the years. And you know, one moment they're preaching faith and one moment they're talking about what faith will do and giving testimonies of what their faith has done. But then over a period of time, I hear them talking about, you know, that faith movement, it's over. We don't preach that anymore. We don't talk about that anymore. We've moved on to something new. Well, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. And if you're not living by faith, then uh, maybe you didn't know you were supposed to live that way, but you do now, so you don't have that excuse. And if you're not, if you once started living by faith, but you're not doing so now, then I question whether it was really, truly a revelation to you to begin with. Because I've discovered this. When you truly live by faith, you're not looking for a way to get out. This is your method of victory over everything that Satan brings against you. I can't even imagine now not living by faith. I don't even think that way because it's been my lifestyle for 48 years. So once again, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. God gets no pleasure in people that stop living by faith. You know, uh, once again, don't listen to people that tell you that it's over. It was just a movement. You know, uh, I've heard people say, you know, Kenneth Hagin taught that message of faith and it was good in his day, but we're on to something new. No, you're not on to something new. Well, you shouldn't be on to something new, but I'm telling you, the Bible teaches you that you should live by faith and you're supposed to do so for the rest of your life. Now, what do I mean by faith? What is, what is faith? The, the Bible definition is faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But let me give you a, a definition that maybe you can relate to just a, a little better. Faith, well, let me, let me correct that. My definition is not better than the Bible's, but, but maybe I will simplify it. I'll amplify it, okay? Faith is complete and total confidence in and reliance upon the integrity of God and the integrity of His Word. Now, I learned that from the Bible. Faith is complete and total confidence in and the reliance upon the integrity of God and the integrity of His Word. Simply put, faith is allowing God's Word to be final authority in your life. Final authority. In other words, if circumstances say one thing, but the Bible says something else, you always go for the Bible. That's faith. It's allowing the Word of God to be final authority in your life. When you get to the place where you need no other evidence outside of whatever the Word says, then you can understand what it truly means to live by faith. You, once again, your circumstances may say you're going broke, you feel bad, your, your children are 
are, 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 are not living for God, it looks like they're going to hell. You can believe all those circumstances, but if the Bible says, believe on the Lord thy God and you shall be saved and your entire house, wouldn't you rather believe that than believe that even though it looks that way, that your children are not serving God, looks like they're going to hell, wouldn't you prefer to believe the word of God that says, if you believe on the Lord, that you will be saved and your entire household? I believe that that would be a whole lot better, even if the circumstances don't indicate that it's ever going to come to pass. But you just keep believing. Every time you see them, you know, living like the world, you just say, I'm not moved by what I see. I believe the word of God and I believe my children are going to come to God. They're going to serve the Lord and they're going to live by faith for the rest of their life. You say, well, I'm not, I, I couldn't say that because it's not true. The Bible says that God calleth things that are not as though they were. No, you're not, you're not pretending. You're not just making up something. The Bible says God calls things that are not as though they were. That's how he releases his faith. If God wants something to change, then he speaks to it as though it's already changed. And you and I have the God kind of faith and we have the right to do likewise. So if my children are not serving the Lord, then I'm going to say, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved only by what I believe. And I believe the word of God. And God promises that if I will make Jesus the Lord of my life, if I will believe on him, I will be saved and my entire household. That's what I'm holding fast to. Now, you may be sick in your body. You may have symptoms in your, in your body. Maybe you've been diagnosed with a disease and you can either go around talking the disease, you can talk about the diagnosis, or you can talk the word. The word says, by his stripes, ye were healed. You can either believe what the word says, or you can believe the diagnosis and that, you know, that you're not going to get any better and you're probably going to die with this disease. No, I choose to believe what the word says. By his stripes, I am healed. I am redeemed, praise God. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We're to talk our faith. We're to talk what we believe. And if we hold fast to the word of God and hold fast to our faith without wavering, then eventually what we're saying will come to pass, praise God. That's the Bible way. So once again, what is faith? It is complete and total confidence in and the reliance upon the integrity of God and the integrity of his word. Once again, simply put, faith is allowing God's word to be final authority in your life. No matter what the circumstances say, you choose to believe what the word of God says. You get to the place in your life where the word of God is all the evidence you need. And if you get to that place where the word of God is the only evidence that you need, then you're going to find out that you're going to begin to operate in what Jesus refers to as the greatest faith and praise God, he will literally marvel at your faith. I'll show you that in a story from the Bible. So faith believes what God says, regardless of what the circumstances say. Now, this is, this is very important. Living by faith requires 
that you renew your mind. I'm going to say that again. Living by faith requires that you renew your mind. I found that in Romans chapter 12. Notice what it says. Be not conformed. This is verse two. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now notice Paul says that if you're going to live by faith, that if you're going to trust God and take him at his word, then you're going to have to begin the process called the renewing of the mind. You see, most of us were not born thinking like God. Most of us were not born knowing how to release our faith. Most of us were taught, you know, things like, uh, you know, seeing is believing. Well, you know, in the natural, that's what you learn. Seeing is believing. But you know, I found out from the Bible that it's just the opposite. Believing is seeing. Amen. And you have to renew your mind to that. You can't allow, you know, the things that you learn that are contrary to the word control your life. And so Paul calls this the renewing of the mind. How do you do that? Quality time in the word. You see, when you spend quality time in the word and you look at the stories in the Bible where Jesus exercised his faith, where people that Jesus ministered to exercise their faith and you find out what they did, how to release their faith and you renew your mind to that, then you're going to begin to understand what it means to live by faith. You see, that process begins with the renewing of your mind. For example, when Kenneth Copeland came to Shreveport, Louisiana, where I lived in 1969 and I heard him for the first time, he made a statement that first night. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. And when he said that, I thought, wow, I'm moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I hear. I'm moved by what I feel. And the reason being is because I had never started this process called the renewing of the mind. He had. Now, the first time I heard Kenneth Copeland, he had only been this, uh, been in this, uh, in the ministry rather for two years. So he was two years ahead of me, but he'd already started that process called the renewing of the mind. He was already working on that. And he had gotten to the place to where he was no longer moved by what he saw. He was no longer moved by what he heard. He was no longer moved by what he felt. He was only moved by what he believed and he believed the word of God. And I made the quantity decision that I was going to get that way. Now, it didn't happen overnight, but I had to start one night, starting in the Word of God. You see, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word, Romans 10, 17. So I took that and I began studying the Word. I studied it day and night. And as I did, I noticed that my thinking was changing, that, that I was not as moved as I was in the past by what I heard, what I saw, and what I felt. Things were changing in my life. Now I believe that what I saw was subject to change. What I heard was subject to change. How I felt was subject to change. That's what I learned from Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. He said, things which are seen are temporal. That means subject to change. So as I began feeding my spirit the Word of God, then what I saw 
I began to say, that's subject to change. What I heard, I began to say, that's subject to change. How I felt, I began to say, that's subject to change. And then it got to the place where I could say, I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. Praise God. Thank you, Kenneth Copeland, for teaching me that 48 years ago. So if that can happen to me, it can happen to you. God's no respecter of persons. My faith has grown over the years. I, 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 would, I, I choose to say, I like to say that it's grown exceedingly, praise God. I'm not the same man that I was 48 years ago. I've learned a lot over these last 48 years, and I've learned how to develop my faith, how to release my faith, how to stay in faith, how to not give up, how to not turn back, and how to win, praise God, and enjoy victory through living by faith. And you can do the same thing, praise God. Let me close this, uh, close it, and uh, we'll take up here next week. I want to encourage you to get in the Word of God and spend quality time there until you get to the place in your life where you too can say, I'm not moved by what I see, I'm not moved by what I hear, and I'm not moved by what I feel. You can get there. It doesn't happen overnight, but you can get there. Just stick with it. And I'm, I'm telling you, you'll be amazed at how quickly this mindset will change. You'll be amazed at how quickly your renewing of your mind will take place. Now, once again, don't give up because it doesn't happen in a few days. You stick with it and praise God, you're going to learn what it means to live by faith, to walk by faith, and to be victorious through your faith. Praise God. Watch this announcement. I'll be back in just a few moments. Every day in your life is precious. The choices you make, whether together or alone, hold the keys to your future. How do we as believers live life the right way as God has intended us to live it? Introducing the Life of Faith Package, brand new curriculum by Dr. Jerry Savelle. You will learn how to release your faith and how to see beyond your present circumstances, to look at your life through the eye of faith. In this study, you will discover that your faith has the ability to grow to a level that will not only sustain you, also can sustain others. The Life of Faith Package includes the Life of Faith book, Life of Faith study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD. Living by faith is not a suggestion. It is a biblical command. The Bible teaches us that it is impossible to please God without faith. So why wouldn't you want to live by faith? Whether in a study group or by yourself, the Life of Faith package will show you how to live by faith, how to overcome the world by faith, and how to be the winner that God called you to be. If you would like to receive your own Life of Faith package, which includes the Life of Faith book, study guide, and eight sessions on DVD and CD, call and request or go to jerrysavelle.org. Discover the life God wants you to live, the life of faith. I am Jeremiah Emmanuel. This is my partner story. In the back of my Bible, there are sermons back there. And one of those sermons was from uh, Dr. Jerry Savelle, and it was titled, The Authority of the Believer. 
after studying through that sermon and realizing the power I had in God, I felt led to search the internet for anything I could find from Dr. Savell. From there, I found Heritage of Faith Christian Center. And while I was watching one of their online services, the Lord had told me in my heart, go to Crowley and you would be blessed. So we came down here in June just for a church visit. Uh, my wife and I didn't quite understand why we were coming down, but we were just wanting to follow what God told us to do. During an amazing church service there, we felt the leading of the Lord to make this our church home. So we didn't know what we were gonna do. We were totally intimidated by the fact of moving all the way from Tulsa to Texas in three weeks. But we knew that if God was asking us to do us do this, he would supply us with everything we needed to be successful. One morning while I was serving at the church, an opportunity opened up when someone came by the church and let me know that there was an opening here at Jerry Savelle Ministries International in their shipping department. Now, I'm completely used to working in call centers and customer service jobs and things like that, so working in a shipping department was totally different for me, but I, I felt God telling me to take this opportunity to seize the provision he put forth. So I went ahead and came to the ministry to ask about this open job. I did receive the job and I started in October of 2015. Now, it's a totally different job that I, than I, anything I was ever used to, but I knew that I was, I was here God was working on restoring my life in bigger and better ways than I could have ever tried to. Only a few months after I started working in the shipping department, an opportunity opened up to manage the prayer and partner arm of this ministry, where we deal one-on-one -on -one with partners doing the things that I used to do in those call center jobs I did before. It was absolutely perfect the way God used that old knowledge to supply a gift to be used at this ministry. As I've gone on serving this ministry in each of the areas that I've worked in, I keep going by keeping myself grounded in the Word and in all the teachings from Dr. Savell, everything that he puts out, all the information he gives us, it just provides so much knowledge for us to be able to live the life of faith God has called all of us to live. I am eternally thankful to Jerry Savell Ministries and the partners of the ministry that help to make all these materials available to people hungry for the word so that way they can have that one piece of information to get their life back on track in the right way. I am Jeremiah Emanuel. This is my partner story. Praise God. Isn't that a wonderful testimony? I never get tired of hearing them. I never get tired of reading these testimonies. And the thing that just blesses me so much is the fact that it doesn't just work for me. It works for people just like you. You have a right to expect victory in your life, just like the people that you're hearing these testimonies from. God is no respecter of persons. He will do for you what he's done for them. All it takes is you find out what he says in his word, dare to believe it, hold fast to it, don't give up, and God will come through for you just like he has for them. You know, uh, the testimonies that we receive in our office, uh, I, I, I love reading them and I love sharing them because I know they inspire your faith. So listen to this. Uh, this is from Chris from Colorado. I had favor in an interview where they offered me the job earning twice the salary that I had earned before and I'm much closer to home and now my wife can focus on her career. Praise God. Notice that. The favor of God 
produced a job and he's also produced twice the salary that he was making on the old job and he's much closer to home. I rejoice with you, Chris. Great. Thank God for the favor of God in our lives. And here's one that says, we thank you for your teaching on the favor of God. We have experienced supernatural favor and debt cancellation too. Thank God for the power of partnership. And then there's one that says, uh, we asked for prayer concerning a mortgage uh, that we had and for debt cancellation. On January the 6th, 2017, we received a letter stating that our mortgage was satisfied, paid in full. Thank you so much for your prayer of agreement. That was from Ralph and Kathy in California. Praise God, Ralph and Kathy. We rejoice with you and thank God that the favor of God is working in your life just like it does mine. Listen, if you have a testimony, write to us, share it with us. We love reading them. We love rejoicing with you and we love sharing them with people that are watching this broadcast because once again, it's inspiring to their faith. It lets them know that they're not alone, that God knows right where they are and God can come through for them just like he has for you. I want to mention to you that we have updated our website. Please check it out. There'll be new material, perhaps that you haven't seen before, new products. Uh, it's, it's great, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So be sure to log on to our website and uh, lay hold upon all the tools that are made available for you and I to stay connected, praise God. I want to help you develop your faith and help you live the victorious life that God has called you to. Don't forget about our special product, The Life of Faith, the book, powerful book that has, oh, so many nuggets in it. In fact, I read it again before coming into the studio and I couldn't put it down. That Jerry Savelle writes good material, praise God. And so I want to encourage you to order the curriculum, the Life of Faith curriculum. It has the book, it has the workbook, it has eight DVDs, it has eight CDs. I'm telling you, if you begin to get this into your home and you study this material, your faith is going to go to another level. I promise you, your faith will go to another level and you're going to begin to enjoy the life of faith just like I have for the last 48 years. So be sure and place your order right away. Once again, don't forget next week's broadcast. We're going to continue talking about the life of faith. In fact, we're going to talk about this next week and for several weeks to come. So be sure and make your plans to join with us. If you have some friends or relatives that have struggled with their faith, tell them about the broadcast and tell them to be sure and join us. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will overcome every obstacle, every adversity, and you will enjoy a victorious life. And let me remind you, I like to close the broadcast every week with this final word. Your faith will overcome the world.